I'll hit it. Uh, uh. <laughs> DJ Carlin! <laughs> Every time. Time, it's amazing how much I like this music, actually, for like a random jingle. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the X, Y, and Z podcast. I'm going to try not to do a radio voice, but I'm now flipping into, <laughs> my, into my sexy voice. Oh, God. Good. Hi, everybody. I'm trying to avoid the time of day. I'm here with my main man, <laughs> the sexy, the wonderful Christian Breaker. G'day. And the uh, the young and fresh and spunky Dean Iron. Where's the sexy part? You're young and fresh and spunky. That's not sexy. Who, you never said sexy. Who would wa- who wouldn't want to sleep with young, fresh, and spunky? Um, most people. <laughs> <laughs> you got it all going for you. I was gonna say pedophiles, but that's exactly <laughs> okay. the type of people Priest. that want to sleep with young, fresh, and yeah, spunky. Yeah, true. Yeah. And and my name is Harry Fox, and we are here to discuss an important topic today. We're discussing the topic of why is it we love assholes cunts horrible people i mean can i just say one thing real quick do it we haven't had mailbag for a while i'm a little bit disappointed we've been giving and giving and giving much like a good lover and receiving nothing in return attentive like an attentive <laughs> oh, lover. Just, i need validation people please Wait tell me second. i'm loved so you're saying it's like we've achieved a high level of cunnilingus but we're not getting blown exactly we're not even getting feedback Jesus in terms Christ. of like orgasm Okay, yeah, it's like it, 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 it's it's like a painful drunk fingering. It's ah, <laughs> exactly what it is. As soon as we, as soon as you're done, just leave, <laughs> and you're sitting there with a finger ache. Oh. Dude, I'm trying to drink some beer. Here. Fucking hell! Let's listen. So if you guys are listening. Which <laughs> none of you are. None of you are. You're just on the toilet. It's background noise. Let's, uh, let me try the whole Christential crisis again. Should we try that one more again? Yeah. Let's bring it back. Because I like that one a lot. Pitch it had it. a lot of potential. Okay, it's Christential. It's Christential crisis. So Christian will give you ex- existential advice based on his history of religion, his worldly view, his general intelligence and good looks. If you have like a problem, you don't know where you are in the world, what you're doing, you know, does that boy love me? Does that girl like it when I go down on her? I don't know, something more meta than that because I'm too superficial to think of anything like that. <laughs> what does it all mean? Write in to the XYZ podcast, which the email is the xyz pod at gmail.com cool or text us straight on instagram takes you like what a minute you can just write oh look dean and christian and harry i don't know what i'm going to eat for dinner tonight i feel like i don't have a place in the world that's a good question we can analyze that we will solve these problems for you so check it out try it out and uh you'll be featured please if you want to be anonymous just say i'm anonymous and then we won't mention your name or your bank details you you can find all our contacts on uh www.xyzpod.com dot com motherfuckers dot com (laughs) (laughs) all right so screw all the people that can't be bothered to give us thank you love back um so today's topic is is why is it we idolize cunts basically now the and and what i'm talking about here is you know is that basically like we know by now that the world is run by psychopaths like there's been studies documented it's it's well documented now i I have to do the the work 
like section of this because I am Gen Z, even though I don't really give a fuck. But the word cunt itself, should we be using that? We can downgrade it to asshole. That sounds more gender neutral. <laughs> Because everyone has everyone one. has an asshole. What about All me? Right. I don't have an asshole. <laughs> a little bit like opinions. Isn't it? <laughs> that is an interesting. I don't point. identify with assholes. That is an interesting point. So, what did you, you just assume I Dean, have an asshole? Dean, you, you've because I get very confused <laughs> about the zersy like gender pronouns, and actually the unifying thing just call everyone an asshole. Exactly. It's, no one can just do that. Everyone's an asshole. You, full stop. No Good day, asshole. No yeah, that works. Offense, yeah. Like, it's not as specific or empowering as the word cunt because of the T, mm. but I, you know. It has bite cunt, doesn't it? There's a woman <laughs> not listening to our podcast who will be offended. Mm. And maybe another male version of that cunt would also be offended. See what I did there? Gender neutral cunt. <laughs> All right, let's get back back on the topic. Anyway. So, did any, first, let's put it like this. Did any of you watch Nightcrawler, the series on Netflix? Yes. Uh, I think I did. Oh, the series or the movie? Well, no, uh, the one of the paparazzi dude. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, I know the movie you mean. It's Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal right. or whatever his He's fucking name gorgeous. is. Yeah, so great. Nightcrawler was about a serial killer. I forgot the name of. He, this guy was in, an insanely prolific serial killer. He like killed like 50 plus people. What's his name? Um, uh, can someone get on the, just Netflix uh, Night? Crawler <laughs> or Night Stalker. I don't even, maybe I'm just blurry. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> have you watched it, Harry? <laughs> I have fucking watched it. The, okay, so here's the crazy shit about that while Christian's looking is that this guy. His name know, was uh, Richard Ramirez. Oh, yeah, Richard Ramirez. Was he the Night Stalker or the Crawler? The Night Stalker. Okay, sorry. Night Stalker on Netflix. And he's he had many things wrong with him. Super skinny guy. Uh, very bad teeth, and he would kill you. Like you'd think that these. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a that's <laughs> pretty shitty combo. Like, yeah. you'd think, All right, you think that would be a valid reason? Did you go by the rule of three with this one? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> not to go on a date with this guy. But the crazy thing is, once they caught him, he's got these like intense, insanely intense eyes. Like when they had it, yeah. There's look how bad his teeth are, Dean. They're really no one's going scary. on a date with that. We gotta post a picture of that on Instagram. But oh, yeah. they they cleaned him up. They put him in a courtroom, and he had these like intense intense glowing eyes all kinds of women were want, sending him letters trying to marry him all kinds of shit like this so and and they're like if you if you end up with this guy and he gets free first thing he's gonna do is kill you like why that sounds like a no was he was he only killing women i i don't think i have watched his he would, documentary so what was weird about him according to the netflix documentary is he was all over the place which so is the truth he was killing men and women he was doing it with different things like knives guns strangling some of them he would like abused sexually after he killed them some before some he, there's no sex involved he was just a complete maniac uh i don't know maybe maybe it was like he had a panini sticker of serial killers he was trying to do all the murders i don't know but isn't it a common thing like people especially uh, with serial killers women are very attracted to these bad boys exactly like it is it not, does it not come from like a nurture versus nature or i can fix him type thing or is it, or it could be, it, this is a strong man who will protect me kind of I thing. I don't think it's that, though. I don't no, think it's, like a, it's more I, I, of a primal. It's, yeah, that there is something deeper in there. It's like, oh, yeah. it's because it's it, it also like 
murdering is like its raw nature. Yeah. There is, it's completely no limits, right? Have you so ever, yeah, sorry, no <laughs> limits, exactly. It's like when you're just about to sleep with someone, it's like, are we going to have sex or are you going to kill me? Like, <laughs> there's no better orgasm. That is, exactly, that, that's a way to spice up your love life. But actually, Christian, Christian, with, with Brian, with that episode we had with Brian Foki, you talked about how your, your, your ex-wife, was writing to a guy on at San Quentin Prison on death yeah. row. <laughs> if they found her body yet. Now, <laughs> officially, that was just a kind of a caring thing to do, but there was clearly some some kind of attraction there, I would say, like some fascination. Yeah, tell, us, tell us how you got cucked by a, <laughs> a weed dealer in Los Angeles. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, was, I was standing by in, in, in death row just <laughs> looking into the prison cell where my oh. then wife gets fucked. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, I mean, what, what do you think, like, in retrospect, was her driving force on this? To save him or? Her driving force? Yeah. Mm. Interesting. I'm not. I'm not 100% sure. There was definitely. Um, there was definitely an, an altruistic motive in a way, like just you know want to help that guy or whatever. But there, there obviously is an attraction. Like even going there was, in a weird way, attractive. It w- there was something um, royally fucked up with the whole situation, but also. You know, like, no one ever done that before. Like, I, I have no friends that, that have been to St. Quentin State Prison in, on their summer holiday. Yeah. <laughs> it's on vacation, honey. No, it's... it's uh, hey, how was Pelican Bay? <laughs> Fucking awesome. So Guantanamo was amazing this time of year. <laughs> um, but which, which basically... Um, it, it kind of feels like uh, that other Netflix documentary series. Um, uh, uh, the... the Traveler thing. Uh, now I, I have lost the plot. Um, Which traveler show? Um, it was a traveling show about going to dangerous places. There's like um, tourism in, in like uh, war or zones and shit like that. Danger tourism kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and there's a, a great um, great guy from New Zealand who, who did this. Um, <laughs> oh, he comes from New Zealand. He, he, I know one he wants The guy that killed himself in the end. No, no. Is it? Oh, okay. Um, uh, uh, yeah, th- this is how great produced we are so i kind of do the research and do it on the fly long story short so there there was a motivation definitely that went slightly beyond that paradigm of um i just want to help there there was certainly something like why did he what he did like they they would you know better understanding that person also because i think they did talk about like i never read the letters but i think they did talk about um what he was in prison for but do you think it could have been like you know she was like like my husband i'm committed to a banker for the rest of my life and he he's very nice to me in bed and i need something a bit rougher no are you you're always attached to the sexual right? but look at it this way maybe it's like could it be put in the same category in my mind it's those people who like because we all slow down when we see a car accident to kind of like look we all can't not look you know, there, yeah. there are some people that get out the car and take a picture. The, oh, there yeah, was yeah. a big one. There was a big one yesterday um, in uh, Bellevue uh, at five thirty in the evening. Um, a car flipped uh, right around Bellevue. This is uh, for the non-locals. Oh, because um, it's that. Oh, yeah, that's it's that. in in Zurich. Um, the, uh, just right at the lake. There's like a beautiful spot, and people go there to pose with their cars. 
It's super weird. From people from Argyle. For people from Argyle. <laughs> um, Switzerland's Tennessee. And, uh, <laughs> South Africa's Boxburg. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has a district with spoilers. Yeah, yeah. yeah we um, have an Essex in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not miss Track out suits. <laughs> um, so one person... Uh, basically slashes their car into another car, um, hits the ramp, and flips the car. Shit. The person in the car dies. No way. Oh, yeah. So, why I'm 10? I missed it. <laughs> well, so, in the news report, it basically said um, there was heavy traffic and a lot of bystanders watching. Of course. Well, of course. Of course. It's but it's, full it's, of it's also prime time. It's 5.30 on a sunny evening in Zurich yeah, at who's, Bellevue. Who's not going to be there? someone is dead. I mean, this is and awesome. We've been, in, we've been in lockdown for... It's like it's the first thing, thing that yeah. happened. Yeah. Okay, but, but... Okay, so there is that, like, the thrill, but... But I think there's another aspect. Okay, to this. I quickly want to wrap this one up. Um, the guy that I was referring to, his name is David Farrier. Mm -hmm. He's an incredible, incredible artist. I've mentioned him before. Um, he did a TV series called Dark Tourist that talks about um, ah, okay. like tourism, like people that go to Chernobyl. Yeah, that's kind of cool. There's um, or I don't know North Korea or something. But yeah. Yeah. but so here's here's the thing. So like back to the so so first of all like a little bit of background. So you have you you know the difference between a, a psychopath and a sociopath, like the fundamental difference. Uh, Enlighten us, Harry. Did 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 did? I just want to do it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> countdown. That's so. a psychopathic trait right there. Exactly. Jesus Christ. So Restaurant Jimmy people. Carr. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the essential difference, I understand it, is that sociopaths are created by, it's like a nurtures thing. So they get horrible shit happens to them as a child, whatever it is, and they end up hating everything. Like they hate people. Relatable. And Relatable. Yeah, exactly. Sociopaths are more relatable. Psychopaths are born that way and they lack fundamental things like human empathy. <laughs> like they literally don't feel empathy. Uh, but uh, they tend to must be, be awesome, though. I, that's, like I said earlier, the the capitalism favors these people because yeah. you're, you're willing to cut down anyone to get what you want. Yeah, and that's an, another interesting thing is the way we measure IQ and all of these things is that people that don't have empathy often tend to measure very highly. So. Nice. Your empathy is holding you back, people. If you didn't, damn it! If, you if you're a real asshole, that basically makes you really smart. Yeah, because you don't, you're not like, because you think beyond what normal people would be. You wouldn't be like, yeah, like, what if we just fire everyone uh, from this company? No, like, most people wouldn't think that because, like, that would be a horrible thing to do. But you're psychopaths, like, yeah, we can totally cut costs by firing all these people. You know, and, and there was a study by some Swedish dude where they showed that basically at the top of most companies, there are psychopaths. And, and, of course. Politicians all have these tendencies. But the thing is, so there's one level to it. One is that they got up there. But the other thing, and that's what I want to get into today, is I feel that we somehow idolize them. Uh, it's like knowingly or unknowingly, we just, these these people that can always show up to a meeting super positive, n never show any sign of weakness. They're always just like, yeah, I'm the greatest. We we somehow worship that that. I see what you're saying. They are worshipped. They are respected. They are kind of put in those leadership roles because they are naturally good leaders, and people tend to enjoy and look up to the leaders a lot if they're a good leader per se. Well, good leader, you have. I mean, 
I mean, okay, let's take one example. Steve Jobs. Okay, so... You're saying he's psychopath. Probably a psychopath. There's, Mo- there's most likely. Because they also have a tendency towards narcissism, right? Yeah, okay. Uh, narcissism is a separate thing, but yes. Basically. They have that, though. As it can go hand in hand. Repertoire. Yeah. Because they... they, they, they look at us. They look for... <laughs> exactly. With How dare you? Because <laughs> they're looking for... For real? They're looking to achieve, and there's there's a strong overlap between. But you can be a narcissist without being a yeah. psychopath. Yeah. Anyway, but you can't be a psychopath without narcissism, right? Uh, I. Mm, that's I don't know. That I do believe that that's one of the standard traits. Well, is, is that it? I've dated at least three psychopaths. <laughs> <laughs> All of them narcissists. I re- I googled it once. Right? <laughs> Must be right, Doctor Google. <laughs> I get, but it, uh, well, is this an interesting question? I mean, I guess the ones that aren't narcissists, you never hear about, so they're probably like torturing rabbits in a dungeon somewhere, or or, or maybe just their block, like the, like the they rent, and basically make other people pay for their rent or something. I don't know. Like maybe, yeah. Just but on a micro level, but they they're driven to because it, like one one aspect. So it, uh, from what I've looked into this is that they they're driven to material success. Usually, uh, there are the ones that are super fucked up, like the the night stalker, uh, crawler stalker, uh, who like if you get his story, he probably was a psychopath. Then he was brutally abused as a child for years, and then he just combine like sociopathy with psychopathy and oh he became really yeah, yeah. he's like <laughs> it became the he's a psychopath the perfect monster yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> exactly. but let, let's look at it this way there's a big spectrum of this there's like we talk about you know being a psychopath there and you know all the traits that come with those there's the average ceo to like the absolute worst of the worst serial killers you yeah know? but once again how do you compare or idolize them for the different kind of factors so in the case of prisoners there's women who want to fuck him and then with the ceo there's also a woman but but steve jobs okay if we assume he's a great example because if we assume he was a psycho he's famous for like throwing chairs and screaming people yeah he's a bit of a dickhead um i'm gonna say asshole just gender neutral now the question is is was he a good leader well he got he, he got the iphone done but if you look at what happened after he died and round about the iphone 5 Pretty much everyone who worked on launching the iPhone quit Apple and were basically fucked because most of them, their family lives were destroyed. They'd worked like crazy for years. And so they could, they got to say, I worked on the iPhone, but it caused massive destruction to their personal life. So is that a good, is that a good leader or not? Well, and and uh, Steve Jobs famously destroyed his own private life. Yeah, um, with with his daughter, oh, yeah, his daughter um, yeah. that he never acknowledged as his daughter for for many many years. It, it what 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 I figured out in in the way that you just put it, I'm not sure if these situations are comparable though. We idealize success as a society, and that's that's the different one. So if a psychopath becomes successful, they can pretty much get away with murder. So the spectrum that you said before, Dean. Of like, there's the mass murder and then there's the CEO. In most cases, the CEO is both. So <laughs> <laughs> there is, um, and and sure. <laughs> okay. not not necessarily not necessarily in terms of like an a, an active shooter, yeah. but more like firing, for example, th- making decisions that lead to uh, people's demise, um, wherever whatever corporation it is or uh, etc. But 
again, the, we idealize success as a society, but we are also, uh, because murder and death is so far removed from our daily lives now, that if we have the possibility to talk someone that experienced death firsthand, so to speak, that becomes fascinating because we have no idea how death works now. It's, okay. it, it's so far removed from all our experiences. Yes, we, we occasionally go to a burial. But we, uh, who of you has seen someone die? Like, it's really kinda, it's seen die? It's kind of like die. that question, like, or uh, have you ever killed a man? You know, you've yeah. like, you know, it's interesting to hear that. They, Somebody who's stared at it and given it to someone. And you know the fact of the thing with this, this Night Stalker, they asked him this question about why he did it, and he said there's something about the confusion and at the moment that someone's dying... It's very fucked up. Yeah, often, often that's what he was getting off. It's just like yeah, often it's either a sexual thing or it's a power thing. Yeah, it was definitely when it comes power to those. Yeah, yeah. So like even with some rapists, I heard that uh, they they're not even there for the sexual okay. feeling. But it's what, more of a power issue. What about what about this? Have you have you ever been in an abusive relationship apart from the X Y Z podcast? I mean, define abusive. Like, <laughs> like sorry, physically you abused. You missed my yes. joke there. Like, like yeah. <laughs> no, 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 it, no, that was a no, statement. Willingly glossed over. That was <laughs> a fact. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. I guys. was like, how are you just talking truth? There's nothing funny about that. <laughs> okay. It's good to really stick to your truths, Harry. <laughs> just say it how it is. No, I mean, have you ever. So, would you say you've ever. Because, I mean, to me, the interesting thing is like, there's stories. Uh, occasionally, I've run into somewhere that's like. It's like they're with someone where it's you like, why the fuck are you with this person? They're they're doing awful shit to you. Why do you tolerate this? Why don't you move on? Have you have you known people or been in that situation? Yeah, of course. Yourself? You're talking like Stockholm syndrome as well. Yeah. Right? But it's True. but that's also partly the victim's own abuse and issues that let them and make them stay in that kind of relationship. What what type of things would you think? For example, like say there's an abusive husband who often hits his wife. Why does she stay with that person? Because maybe the way that that person receives love is through violence in some twisted format based on her own abuse as a child or something like that. You know, like uh, in a dumb example, I have a friend whose girlfriend is like super controlling and gets quite physically angry at him when she doesn't get her own way. But I experienced this kind of firsthand one time, not towards him, but towards myself. And I just, I could not accept that kind of beha uh, behavior no, from someone and I kind of shut it down quite quickly. Yeah. And I was like, oh, so it's kind of the way he wants it to be, accepts it. He feels comfortable with that. That's what I'm saying. Ah, but if he had just kind of laid down the law at some point beforehand, yeah. saying you can't do that, then it wouldn't be happening. I or guess there is a, there's a level of that, but then there's also like a uh, kind of a personality dominance factor. Is that is that if you have someone like some people that come into a room and go just shout, "Hey, fuck all of you! Listen to me!" Yeah, and then you're like, "Holy shit! Do I need to confront this person because there'll be a fight, yeah. or do I just like let them just dominate the situation?" Have you ever have you ever uh, seen a fight? Yeah, I've been. I grew up in London and uh, the UK. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I forgot um, because the dynamic is quite fascinating, especially when it happens in public. Um, there is a lot of like not believing that this is about to happen. And then when the first punches go, everyone freezes. 
Yeah. That it, it, it's incredible. No one actually scoots in between immediately and is the hero of the day. There is at least three, four punches before anything happens. <laughs> Christian, I like the way you're like, have you ever seen someone die? And have you ever seen a fight? And I'm like, what? Yeah, but <laughs> Are these real questions? <laughs> I mean, is, yeah, of so, course. So, so, so naive. <laughs> Africa, I mean, man. I mean, the, 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 the strategy yes, with most of this stuff, like, like in the UK, what you got to gear yourself up to is if you enter that situation, you act you punch first and ask questions later i mean the number one thing is always like i don't want to fight which is like can you put a giant tag on your forehead like beat the shit out of me is when you do that if you say oh guys i don't want to fight yeah you're getting your ass you get kicked punched. Now. Yeah. you get punched in but a if, second if you're i mean they're testing you out for i had a friend who was iranian and it should have gone down with him another iranian friends one of those stories and so here's a funny thing that happened. We're we're at a, we're at a, a side. We're at this like Kentucky Fried Chicken one night where, Friday night. Where London. all the good things start. Exactly. <laughs> and and for some reason we're just talking some stupid thing about like factory farming chickens and how chickens get abused. This drunk guy behind us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the drunk guy behind you guys. Exactly. Goes, yes. Goes. Do tell because you were. Stone dead sober when you went to Kentucky Fried Chicken. On we were, we yeah. were f compared to him, we were fairly sober. Ah. And, and <laughs> this, this is an, an Englishman trying to. Yeah, fairly sober. <laughs> fairly sober means I was hardly able to walk, but my hands didn't teach to touch the pavement. That's about right. it. You, you believe what you got to believe. So. <laughs> but anyway, I was with an Iranian, you know, he wasn't. Anyway, whatever. And <laughs> Harry was going to say something racist, but edited no, it's himself. just like, like, like lack of alcoholic content in their lives anyway whatever it was this guy goes oh, i stopped talking like that about chickens and he starts puffing himself up for a fight like why would you try to start and my friend just turned around and looked at him so he's like a rubber boat he was just like pushing he was air he was, into his he was lungs getting ready like he, a chicken yeah and my friend just turned <laughs> around <laughs> to him just looked at him and said why did the chicken cross the road <laughs> and this guy just melted he like stumbled out of the kfc and had to throw up on the street like my friend got in his head and he, this friend was a master at this shit there was another time in bournemouth on the south coast where these five du dudes came up and were trying to pick a fight and he just like he just walked to the front he said his thing was make fists immediately like don't you don't have to get into a fight but you don't come with the i don't want to fight We've gone off on a weird. Yeah, Harry goes male from fancy. Why do we idolize dickheads? To I used to be friends with one, and now I. No, he wasn't. He, but he wasn't a guy that would start fights. I mean, it's just that what he'd grown up in 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 Tehran was was real fucking fighting. Like, yeah, man. Once you've seen some real action, then uh, you know, pussy street fights still mean shit. I guess, hey, <laughs> you graduate. <laughs> you guys got a bit of fear in your eyes right now. So, <laughs> Harry, do you, do you idolize a psychopath, serial killer, or someone like that? Do you ever think, or oh, I wish I could kind of be brave enough to cross that line and just kill someone I don't like? No, I've thought that way before. Could I've, you be a serial killer? Heaps of times. Yeah, right? We all have that dark part in our head. What the fuck? Of course Harry, not. you've never thought of killing someone before. No, not never. I've said it. I've said it in like an an argument. In a You're denying your inner real. No, no. Wait. Let, let me no, let me rephrase the, the question. Idea of Have you ever had in your head a moment where you thought it would be so much easier if that other person would be dead? Yes. I've had that. Yeah. 
there you go. But you're, you're divorced. You should exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's relationship, but but I've never made a fantasy about killing somebody. Never. For no. Example. Well, okay. It's it, it's not about you know, and then I sharpen my knife. Yeah, it's not about the details find, so no, much. No, it's more about like okay, I can make that person disappear. You never thought of just this pencil in your hand right now. Yeah, I mean, but head. but only when only as like the logical conclusion of a of an unsolvable situation. Fuck me, you were so you're such an engineer, even about murder. <laughs> Fuck, Dude, the gamification <laughs> of yeah. Ah. It's like, what else are we gonna do here? Like, either okay, <laughs> you have like no, you have like a, a flow chart, <laughs> <laughs> like different options, and then the last option is a cross. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, guys! You're a couple of fucking psychopaths. Look, I'm sorry. We should take a vote. Who, who, who gets like who? Who doesn't imagine killing someone at some point in their lives? You have to. Well, I think there's a difference between like. To me, there's a separation. Like someone who's a serial killer must actually like you go through actually planning a murder, for example. The most disturbed. Okay, let's put it this. Yeah, they usually graduate through different um, crimes. Like you don't go from teenager that didn't get laid to murdering lunatic in just one step there there no, is there's, there's got to be a bit the, of religious the, the, sexual abuse a, in there so. well. it's, a, it's like a gateway killer like a, <laughs> a gateway start of smoking a joint and stabbing he, a cat next thing you know maybe eh? starts with a sparrow and then <laughs> yeah but know. i mean i okay i think the nearest i've ever come to anything like that is again it's through tv so there's a series uh, the fall on Netflix, or there's also Mindhunters. Very good. But the fall is like the the way it's set up. Part of it is you identify with the serial killer, and it gets like like you reach a point where he starts to do stupid things, and you're like, "Why the fuck are you doing that, man?" Like you're you're on his side. But there's a difference, I think, between that or just the like murdering someone being the solution to a very difficult situation where you just say, if like, will you wish, I just wish they'd get hit by a car or something. And actually what a serial killer does, which is actually murder. Okay. So we're back. Mm. Where were we? I've got no idea anymore. <laughs> Professional podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Excellent. We talk about why Harry's attracted to a psycho killer. Who is who is it, Harry? Yeah, tell us. I, uh, you know, it's uh, well, actually, no, actually, honest to God, which psycho are you attracted to? Maybe not in a sexual way, but just generally, generally, which is hard for you. I know that most things are sexual. <laughs> um, just naturally, kind of like you think this is an impressive person. Yeah, idolized. You idolize the narcissist uh, psychopath. I mean, yeah, that's an interesting question. I mean, uh, well, so in movies, as we've just been talking movies. You came up with this topic. Yeah, I didn't even and think I'm about it. throwing that. it at you and you go like, oh, yeah, this is fascinating. I never thought about it. <laughs> no, because, because mostly, mostly like, I don't know, like I think I've got a gene that I want to destroy people like that. I hate the whole, like when you say they're good leaders, no, they're fucking they not. They are usually. They're not. They, they are. They they're only leaders because they intimidate everyone below them. That yeah, is, and they're successful. That's not good leadership. Well, in this day and age, it fucking apparently is. it pays money. It yeah on on the metrics. But the thing is, if you if you go to for example creative organizations, but how can I tell success if you don't make money? Let <laughs> me put it like this. <laughs> Let me put it like this. Like so, from from managing software engineers, you cannot run a good creative organization if you're a psycho 
because those guys, you're like, wait, Dean's shaking his head. Let me ask you this. The, you cannot be creative when you're afraid. You don't have to be creative. But you just said the opposite before about Steve. Like he's my mate, Steve Jobs. You know, <laughs> remember Steve? The Good old Stevie, Stevie, Orange, Orange Steve, the guy that stunk a whole office out. Steve, um, he was a fucking psychopath, and they created marvelous things. That's true, but I think in in his case, he was smart enough to figure out where to stay the fuck away from things. So he had Wozniak from the early days, and. They created space around, like, if you look at the way Apple did things, the sales organization, all the stuff except the engineering parts are full of psychos. The engineering parts are the ones where they were given a lot more freedom and space and you special rules applied to those guys. It's because it's a bit boring. It's pretty much formula following to figure out what you want to solve. You, I, I, my, my postulate is this. You cannot be creative if you're afraid. So yeah, but that, but Steve isn't afraid. Steve came up with a lot of the marketing campaigns for Apple, which are hugely successful. Oh yeah, but I he's mean, a, he's like he was an excellent salesman. Yeah, excellent. This, this is probably where, like, do you remember this iconic moment when he presented us with the iPhone and half of the world were fucking nuts? By the way, that video has millions of clicks and yeah. is it's one of the most watched. I think after fucking mega church videos in the United States is one of the most watched sermons. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, God. I present to you with an iPod <laughs> and a phone. It's like, yes, talk oh to us. God. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> and look and look what happened to humanity since then. We've all got massive depression because we we're just addicted to this fucking phone we're all at each other's what are you throats, trying to say wokeness. here because you're saying you can't be creative without fear but that's got nothing to do with the psychopaths well my point is is that i would question the psychopaths are good leaders what they are i'm is not saying i mean define good leader these day and age i agree with you a natural leader will get any normal person into battle but go with them kind yeah, of thing but a, a psychopath is good at manipulating looking, people yeah looking at an organization want. that exists and figuring out how like I've I've worked with people that have these traits and the number one thing that they can be measured by is they A, do no fucking real work and B, are all about stealing credit for other people's stuff. That's the definition of a boss, basically. Yeah, people like that, I I come after. So I, I will you bring say you that and then you're like <laughs> This is amazing. So we, we live here. I'm deeply fucking triggered when I see this. Bank. We live here in, in Zurich in um, the country and land of finance. And we have. Okay, this is getting really right. interesting. So we have a, a company structure um, called Auditors. You might be familiar with um, PwC, Pricks with Calculators, um, Deloitte, KPMG, uh, Ernst & Young. <laughs> I always choked on my water. Fricks was calculated. It's such a dumb. <laughs> it's such a dumb joke. And I, like I, I did I not. Did, like I wish I came up with it. But I, I, I certainly didn't. Um, so okay. So these are all. This is the Ponzi scheme par excellence. It's yeah, just. Yeah, yeah. It's insane. So, are you familiar with these companies, Dean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard uh, of these bricks. Uh, okay, so <laughs> bricks with calculators. Some of my friends work there. This is how it works, right? So they take uh, fresh uh, young people from uni promise them a career in big finance and business and then make them work for 16 hours a day. Yeah. Easy. All right. And they, they charge a motherfucker out of all the companies that need to hire them because them we nothing. have to fucking hire them. Yeah. This, this is a, yeah, this is beautiful. This is institutionalized um, money stealing. It's just, <laughs> they, they serve no purpose other than um, just 
ticking a box, and when shit hits the fan, they're not in I, any shape or form accountable for anything. I had a friend who worked at Anderson's who now works at Google, but he put it beautifully. He said, wait, wait, wait. Say he, the full name of that company again? Anderson's. Uh, I, whatever they are now. I don't know where they got... They were the, just Andersons at the time. Do, do you know where they went? They went way down the toilet and got bought by someone, I guess. Because of Enron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They basically controlled the books of Enron, who lied, multi-billion dollar business, All lied right. to the stock exchange. Um, they but had he, an auditor that went down with them, and they are now part of Ernst & Young, motherfucker. And so here's the point he made. He put it beautifully. He said, if those guys could, they'd hire burger flippers and send them to companies. But oh, they, yeah. They can't do that. And they do. They do the next best thing. They take fresh students out of university. And basically, the way it works, uh, for you to become a partner in this system and to, to become a wise guy, basically, is you had to have a cocaine habit. You, The only way you were going to succeed was drugs. <laughs> you have to become a ruthless fucking psychopath. A bit like... But it's like psychopathy <laughs> and, and but, drug abuse doesn't necessarily <laughs> go hand in hand. Well... Because, I mean, the thing is this, is that, is that basically, like, you have psychopaths in every organization. The thing that I've seen from managing engineers is that the moment you show people there's an alternative where you can actually look after people, allow people to be creative, you don't have to have some idiot from the top who knows fuck all dictating everything. The moment you get that freedom, then it's unstoppable. Like, once you create that... That. And so so for me, well, there is a movement at the moment, and maybe this is partly the whole woke movement it, it, it reflects this, is that creative people are starting to find their power. And, and that is an antipathy to this old school hierarchical, I will treat people like slaves and whatever shit. If more empathy is going into kind of the public spectrum and the values are shifting from younger people essentially from material success unachievable because of the current structure and competition to or I actually care about things because they're mean more meaningful than the shit that I can't buy anyway that's a good thing yeah yes of course it is yeah and, it, and to me it requires psychopaths to go away I don't think they'll ever go away. Talking about that, though, do you think there's a biological element to the whole psychopathy type Maybe, thing? Yeah. yeah. Do you think like they I were... I mean, okay, let's, let's think about it this way. So, because this is usually the go-to, right? Back in the day when we lived in, ca in caves, um, we had to murder the mammoth. And um, it's usually not the guys that are trying to protect their families that go like, yeah, I know how to kill the mammoth. It's probably the psychopath Steve Jobs that shouts at everyone, let's go kill the mammoth! Let's go kill the yeah, mammoth. you're right, you're right. Because yeah. people that watch cat videos on YouTube and go, oh, those are not people that can kill mammoths. You need no. the person publishing cat torturing videos on YouTube. You need the, <laughs> you need the Mad Max type. Yeah. You exactly. know what I mean? Like a guy that hardly speaks for three hours in a, in a movie. Um, that's mostly about the desert. Yeah, and I guess there's an idolized version of the psychopath, which I don't think exists, like a fantasy ideal that the good leader, the, the, the provider, the person who cares about everyone but can also make tough decisions. You know, those... But that's not that's a psychopath. Yeah, that's you're right. a that. Yeah, yeah I know, but it, I'm talking but about like you're right. a person in business leadership, right. for example, at a creative agency who doesn't want to cut half his thing to make profit, but also can go out there and fight for business and stuff. You know, it's like a... It's, yeah. It kind of goes off off with each other. It doesn't work so out but, so well. 
there's an interesting thing that they in the in the First World War. So up to the First World War, they didn't the the way they trained the military changed after that. But the, what they saw in the First World War, <laughs> yeah, because they ran out of soldiers. <laughs> yeah, but what they saw is that actually it was less than twenty percent of the soldiers were actually shooting to kill. Yeah, exactly. And and so th- and the training was developed to how can we how, <laughs> how can, can we, we make sure that they aim at their targets? Exactly. Let's create because a lot of let's people let's be German about this. Give them <laughs> give them make, really really heavy drugs. Make them hate and, the enemy. And and give but the, they're just human. Give the one Shots guy that does want to kill like some gun that you can shoot a lot with. Sniper rifle. Give him a sniper rifle or a, a machine a gun. Giant. Machine should should gun. we start talking about the pink mist when that bullet hits the brain? Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ, the color of pink mist in the morning. <laughs> we, have, we have identified Arr. a psychopath <laughs> on the show live. <laughs> uh, th- no, for me, this has become quoting movies as much as I can now. Because <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I mean, to me, the, the paradox is, is like all the things ultimately we idolize as society that we want, that we stop killing each other, that we feed everyone that we want, like peace, love, But and the harmony. architect told us in the Matrix that that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you're such a fucking psycho, man. <laughs> That's like... No, I, can't, I can't really relate to psychopaths at all. Yeah. Unfortunately, but that's okay. <laughs> no but one can. This is okay. The, this is what it yeah. is. Because they can't relate to you either. I, <laughs> they don't even know who you are. Uh, <laughs> this is the beauty of it. So have it. If they saw you like crying in the corner, they'd be like, "That's." They'd laugh at you. Basically. But this is I'm, what's I'm, funny is because when you uh, when you meet up with your psychopath serial killer pen writer, apart from getting turned on like your ex wife, Christian, you ask you tell them <laughs> you tell them, "Oh, I didn't think what you did was so great. You'll be forgotten forever. Nothing. You know, I don't." Nobody really gives a fuck about you. That's when they get triggered because there's like that weird validation. I have to be remembered. I'm more important than something bigger. Okay, I'm going to give you some homework now. This is the last movie reference that they're going to make. Well, that's probably, probably <laughs> a little true, bit much. Um, there, there is a great movie about the financial crisis called Margin Call. And it kind of got hidden in, um, in, the, big all these, in, in the big short uh, when that one came out. Yeah. Uh, Margin Call, you can actually watch it on YouTube now. Because wow. a lot of the uh, a lot of the big um, distributors have cancelled it, so it's not on Netflix, um, it's not on um, Amazon. Uh, they they took it away because shout out to our sponsors, Netflix. <laughs> it was too true. It was too true. Oh, it's nice. too close to the truth. Really, and it basically describes the moment um, when um, just before the collapse of the whole banking system, and they make a reference to a bank, but it is pretty fucking obvious of which one it was. ZFC. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so the lead up to the moment when they started the fire sale. So there was a moment in the financial crisis in 2008 when they started selling these toxic papers. One of the guys oh. figured it out and then they devalued within a day. So really? they, they lost 70% of the value within one day. And that's basically got the ball rolling. But so they describe that moment. So there's an evening when it all starts. People are already getting fired in that company because shit is going weird. And one guy figures out, hey, the shit that we have on our books actually is so much bigger than our balance sheet. Any change of price of these assets will wipe our company dry, like immediately. Yeah. Um, so he goes to his boss, he tells his boss, and then it goes up the food chain. 
and the fucking psychos, Ugh. the way that they're portrayed. And it is, it's a Kevin Spacey movie, so okay. <laughs> um, nice. Psychopath still, playing oh, a psychopath. Oh, Perfect. nice. So it's been a while since I've seen Kevin. It's fucking awesome. Like, it, it makes your skin just like your, your hair stands up. Already it's, Kevin it's does just, that. <laughs> yeah, just his pure presence. Oh. And the fucking douchebaggery, because they all know that's, that it's fucked up. And um, uh, what, the, the guy that figures it out, he's a rocket scientist. And that comes out in the movie where when they ask him, it's like, okay, so what's your background? How were you able to calculate this stuff? And he's like, well, basically, I, I have a degree in propulsion. And... And they go like, well, so you're a rocket scientist. It's like, yeah. So why why are you working for us? Well, the money is better. And this is what it's all about. Uh, yeah. The whole movie is just about packages. Funny. It's just about remuneration. It's just about that next step in your career. And this is psycho behavior that we encourage as a society. But actually, you've made me you've made me have a realization. Is I so do that quite a lot. Apparently, <laughs> the yeah, you do. Psychos are this old school, like survival. Well, I can kill people. The next level, I think the people that are replacing the psychos as we sit here, it's already happened largely, largely is people on the autistic spectrum. Because that rocket scientist, psychos don't, uh, psychos are fucking lazy. They don't go like, I'm going to actually understand how the financial markets work. The autists are so detail-oriented that they actually figure out what's truly happening. And they're the reason why we have good medicine. Probably some autists help make the COVID vaccine. Like autists are taking okay, over. Autists. Harry's coming out swinging out of the gates. Like, wait, wait, wait. Okay, bear with me. I've worked in software all my life. And <laughs> you keep saying that. Everyone, everyone in it's software. It's not an excuse. No, no, no. It's, 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 <laughs> what's this got to do with the autistic spectrum? Is you, 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 can, you can start who, that sentence like, I'm okay. ginger. Like, <laughs> yeah, I could. But everyone who works in software is to some degree on that spectrum. I would probably, I probably am myself. And I've managed to like, like I've autisted my way into comedy. <laughs> but yeah, this, this is becoming abundantly clear now. Exactly. So I'm just an autistic fake. But the, but the thing is, like autists or the people on this spectrum, the people that are willing to spend hundreds of hours staring at a computer, now run like Facebook, Zuckerberg, classic autists. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Google, like Sergey Brin and, and Larry Page, two more of them. Like I have worked with autistic persons. And they've figured out a strategy to replace the psychopaths. I think that that is the... Uh, I don't think that this is... Uh, uh, first, I'm not sure if this is exclusive. Like, um, you can be autistic and a psycho. Um, They're the best kind of... <laughs> <laughs> like, this is probably how the world will go further and to Mars eventually. Hitler Thank figured you, out Elon. how to kill. <laughs> yeah. Like Hitler figured out how to kill a person and then just a million of them. You have six million. Was, was autistic <laughs> and psychopathic. <laughs> yeah, he counted them all. <laughs> yeah. It was, was a numbers game for him, you know? Oh, fuck me. No, was look. there like gamification? No, no. Oh. Oh, no, but, no, no. but here's the thing, okay, <laughs> to get us cancelled. <laughs> Hitler, <laughs> Hitler, classic psychopath. What does he fear? Autists. Jewish people, a lot of autists. Fucking hell. Oh, so, no, Harry, no. Let me clear this up. Let me clear this up. Okay. In terms of your uh, argument with autism, I think autistic people. I don't people, argue with autists. I know. Just here, wait. Let me just try and get you out of a fucking grave right now. Uh, autistic <laughs> people are good at recognizing patterns, right? 
And if we're all on the spectrum, recognizing patterns is a good kind of a connection to financial intelligence, right? So you don't have to be I, like, oh, no. autistic people only, but we're people who are good at recognizing patterns I think, and are good at math. I, I think the autistic experience, there's many things. Just spotting patterns is not the only type. I know it's not the only thing, but it's probably well, the one that yeah, gives like so. people like Zuckerberg a huge advantage because he can sit there and look at patterns and, and algorithms and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Well, boobies. I think yeah. he, he looked for patterns oh, for yes. boobies. I think I think it's more that you have that willingness to ignore the sunshine outside and sit there. Sure, but what happens after screen. they become a success is that they start hire, hiring the, the the certified psychopaths to start running their company. Yeah, that's true. That is a problem. So I doubt Zuckerberg sits there and thinks about who he's firing. It doesn't think it's so part of his maybe that day job. He has been looking pretty terrified the last time. He I've doesn't look like he's having a good time. He's looking like some psychopaths are telling him, Mark, you've got to say this or exactly. we will. The lizard overlords. We will. The lizards have taken over. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for bringing it to lizards. <laughs> no, I, I figured it out now. Now that you mentioned all these things, that I think you brought uh, an epiphany to me. Uh, I think we should listen to Alex Jones. And uh, <laughs> oh, nice. I do not agree with the opinions of XYZ podcast. <laughs> uh, I think we can cure autism by uh, not having the vaccine. <laughs> and the frogs, the gay oh frogs. Is the, do you know the gay frogs? The gay frogs are awesome. What? So <laughs> it's, do we have to dive into gay frogs? No, right just now? very oh yeah. briefly. Oh, yeah, briefly, please. It's one of the things that, you correct me if I'm wrong, but it's one of the things that got Alex Jones cancelled. One of the things. But <laughs> the, the crazy thing is, is it turns out in retrospect that he might have been kind of right on this. What, gay frogs? It was a toxic chemical Wait. that some corporations were leaking into water. And it was, it was, it, he said it's turning frogs gay. So it, that's the biggest problem of that whole sentence. Yeah. yeah. What, it, <laughs> yes. what it had actually yeah. been doing is it had been sterilizing males. And uh, so something was going on because that so like they became less bullfroggy and a little bit more cuddly. <laughs> it was yeah, some some bull toxic masculinity, some bullfrog dykes, some bull. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Jones never uh, got cancelled. He's just me. He was never on that. He Who's was never your favorite Andrew Schultz. He was on the Andrew Schultz podcast. Where's that episode? On YouTube? No, it got cancelled. YouTube forced Andrew Schultz to take it down. They took it down for him, actually. Why? Because they had Alex Jones on it. Because YouTube blocked him. Well, actually, uh, probably... Are, is YouTube friends with Mark? They began with 15 minutes of, of, of joking about COVID and all kinds of bad COVID I advice. I why they blocked <laughs> so, him. Right. But <laughs> if you're watching Alex Jones and you believe that shit, you're a fucking idiot. I'd like to, I'd like to talk <laughs> to the guy... Do. I, I'd literally like to talk to the guy just to see. I would love to meet. I, I want he's to got, have a glimpse. So I much to, charisma. I want to have a glimpse behind his eyes where I, where I realize he knows that he's lying. I think you know what, what I mean. I think what would happen, you Christian, is you'd meet him, and you you'd come out thinking, "Oh my god, I need to buy his fucking products." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I go like, "Oh my god, this makes you manly." Yeah. This this bacon toothbrush. <laughs> yeah, wow, you do a great. Alex Jones impression. Actually, I spent some time to listen to the guy, like just because of fucking idiotic. And then we found, found out who Christian idolizes as I, a psychopath. I, I idolize. Uh, if you are such a fucking douchebag to sell pretty much talcum powder to talcum powder, talcum powder. Uh, <laughs> I, I wanted to say chalk, and yeah. then wanted and talcum came out as a talcum. Um, so he basically sells 
talcum powder as protein. And he does that. What? And he gets fucking away with it. It's incredible. It's beautiful. Dude, what the f- What? He sells garbage. Uh, do you know what he sells? No, and I then didn't he even does know this, he oh, sold Oh, fuck stuff. me. So uh, he, he sold. This is not a joke. Where he sold I a buy, toothbrush. Where can I buy Alex? On his, on his website. Um, he, he's <laughs> there selling, goes Harry, becoming a beefcake. He, he's selling toothbrushes. And I think the quote was something along the lines, um, this is not nylon that makes you gay. <laughs> something like that. It's a it's a toothbrush for men wow. or something. Wow. It's like, oh, dude, yes, please give me more. Feed me. He's I, he's an absolute lunatic. He is completely. He's totally on cocaine all the time. Wait by the a way. second. Is my toothbrush making me gay? Uh, this would explain. Have you sucked? Things. When have you sucked what? a dick lately? <laughs> when have no, you? Su- not recently. It's, it's, it's okay to be gay. We've Harry. been in. We've it's been in okay lockdown. To be gay. Like uh, I've been in lockdown. If you enjoy brushing your teeth a little bit too much, Harry, that's fine. Here's a. Here's we a, got your back, buddy. Here's a weird aside. Okay. Do you so like choking? If a you bit? if you brush your teeth <laughs> right before sucking a dick. Bad choice. Make sure you sh- you flush out that minty stuff first. I enjoy Bad the burn. For me, I enjoy that the burn. burn. <laughs> <laughs> Bad choice for me or for him. Like, like yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe he slaps you on the Here's face. Here's the funny you. thing. It's so I was at a brunch recently, and there was a uh, a group of gay men, and I let I learned something very interesting about Zurich. You go to a lot of brunches for a straight guy. Fucking hell. Yeah, whatever. Uh, do you do you like fucking <laughs> lockdown people? Do you like mimosas? Is mimosas something Fuck that really yeah. makes you go? Gene's been to at least three brunches during lockdown. He's I'm not. Do you have female friends? I've that's not been to a brunch ever. It's not the only time to meet a female friend during COVID. Is it? It's, 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 it's the only time where you can you have, don't have to be female extra friend. defensive for no reason. Yeah, Harry. fuck you. I'm not gay. <laughs> Why would you pay that guy millions right. of dollars to keep quiet? Here's the point. Grinder, <laughs> Zurich's a small place. Yeah. Oh fuck me! Keep all, telling us why you're not gay. Harry. All the dudes on Grinder know each other. This That's is, not true. They fucking do. There's a Grindr million people work, living then. in Zurich. No, wait a second. Yeah, but no, a percentage of that are gay. This is something I learned. This is a real thing. Is that when you live in a neighborhood, you start to know? Yeah, like that guy. You know, I can just drop That's by true. his place to get yeah. my dick sucked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You have your regular, yeah, yeah. You have your regulars, and it and it become they have like a network of like, like it's like pins on a map. It's like I have a, I have a buddy who finished Grinder in Reykjavik. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, and I'm probably you could finish Grinder in Zurich too. It's <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> I literally ambition, ran out. I'm waiting for the next airplane from America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just need to go up to the military base. Yeah, like. fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. How do you want to round this off then? Um, <laughs> Gay psychopath. <laughs> well, it's a very it's a very conflicted thing for me because I think the evolutionary. You'd like to be successful, you aren't. No, I can't be successful because I have kids and I have to look after them. So. That's not true, Harry. If you're a psychopath enough, you can outsource the education of your children to some nanny okay, <laughs> while you're conquering right. the world. I chose yeah. to actually deal with my kids, so I'm not a psychopath. Yeah. You should have sent them to fucking college like when they were like 12, like Harry Potter did. I mean, I think that is actually a prime... Okay, here's one thing. So I think the good news if you deal with psychopaths is that past 40, between 30 and 40, fully rounded human beings no longer find psychopaths cool. And so the moment you have like a psychopath friend, 
in your Freundeskreis, if you're Swiss, they're the person that, that they're just always talking about themselves or they're just a fucking ass. Comedians. Comedians are not psychopaths. <sighs> Comedians have empathy. <laughs> Narcissists, maybe. <laughs> uh, dude, I loved your. I, lo uh, I loved you guys need to. There. Do you guys need to go and have a moment on the balcony? We need to like a little bit of a rub and we, tug. We want to make out afterwards. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm getting a, a lot of dead love. ferret or something. Stab at you to microwave a frog. I think it, is it because you're both psychopaths? Like, what the fuck is going on? Here? I don't think. No, go on. So, all right. So you, I know where you want to go well, with this. The point is, the point is, is that psychopaths because they they lack human empathy that pass somewhere around 30 35 they basically stop developing as human beings and what what's more annoying than that person in your your Freundeskreis who always shows up to like look at my new car look at my new girlfriend look at my new but that's not necessarily a psycho that's just a dick yeah, but that's... Sorry, um, an asshole. But but that's what... But basically, a psychopath that you, is a friend of yours, you're going to think, this guy's a fucking No, ass. I'm a bit more weirded out by the guy that doesn't brag about stuff and just suddenly conquers a country in Africa. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? The one who sits quietly in yeah, the corner yeah, yeah, at brunch. Like, I run Credit Suisse, but I'm not talking about it. <laughs> yeah, but, but that's that, weirder. But yeah. that person's probably a sociopath. Maybe. Um, how do we okay let's wrap it up like this how do we identify a psychopath and how do we deal with them in the wilderness in our day to day lives okay that's a good, good question, question. Um, so bring real life examples around around for the Swiss army rifle is 50 cents uh, <laughs> <laughs> well so uh, here's an interesting have you heard of a, uh, the startup organization incubator Y Combinator no, Harry, fuck I have me. not. Okay, Christian, <laughs> shut the fuck up as a banker. You, you do you know what I'm talking about? Dude? Nope. All right, so it's oh, a US, no. it's a US startup incubator. Say the name again. Y Combinator. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Why is it always so douchey? Why are all these startups so fucking douchey? Started by a psychopath. It's, that's actually okay. Whatever. There's some computer science behind the name, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. The it, so it's founded by some guys that were nerds. They were not psychopaths. And one of the things they've done, they've been getting startups going for years. They have amongst the founders, they have what they call the no asshole rule. So if anyone that they deal with, they feel this guy's a fucking asshole. They get him out. And Anyone that's threatened by either sexually or physically, they think he's an asshole. Exactly. And and which is basically woke culture. No, a typical it's nerd culture. It's yeah, but woke culture is the same. Like you No, it isn't. no, yeah, no you, it's not. Woke yeah, culture yeah, does not succeed. Because my lived Fuck you guys. <laughs> Christian, my lived experience. Like you may think that this is a comfortable cult. My live my lived experience is that I'm getting abused right now. That is my. That's lived your lift experience. experience. Yes, and you so had me for a, a, a semi-second. You <laughs> had me. I was like, oh no. <laughs> the word lived experience is terrifying. The point is this: is that they? So he, Paul Graham, wrote a book called Hacks and Painters. He writes about the fact they did this for a long time. They said the moment you can eliminate all the assholes, the people like Dean, who's a creative person start to shine because they're not like fighting with fucking dickwads that know how to like dominate a meeting and then actually they come with their profoundly creative <laughs> ideas and the world is changed for the better uh, i'm going to start practicing lower empathy 
Lower empathy. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going the opposite. I'm going to go opposite. I'm going to become a psychopath. Trying to become. A I'm going to go stab a cat and get some fucking empathy out of my system. Start with a bird. I'll Easier start with to bird. kill. Twist yeah. the neck. Yeah. If you do it, do it on TikTok for the likes. Hey, there we go, Harry. Profiting the exactly. game. Always. Bam. Love it. Exactly. Gamification of murder. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> you probably get a Netflix series, but you'll enjoy it in prison. Well, I'll just call it my special. You know, oh, you can beat the Sparrow King, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Lady Killer of Zurich. Yeah, but there's a there's an Asian angle to that, Dean, because I think aren't there a lot of sparrows in China? Like, like I'm, in, the I'm, in most businesses, there is now an Asian angle. <laughs> I'm not on board with this part at all. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> I kind of am. So, uh, all right. Uh, we, psychos, everybody. Like, fuck psychos, but we all love a psycho. I love the fact that we spoke about Steve Jobs and not about George Bush. Because, uh, here's why. <laughs> I don't think he was right, right. I, an idiot. I think I've got an answer. Here's why we like psychos. Because during lockdown, we've all been feeling like miserable and depressed. Psychos haven't. Psychos have been on the case. They've been motivated. They've been showing up for meetings. They've been scoring points. Versus the rest of us who are like, I feel miserable because I, I don't have human contact in my life. Is this going anywhere? That's a wrap up. Oh. As an idea. As a yeah. Take it. Feel sad. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. <laughs> DJ Collin. <laughs> what the fuck, people? <laughs>